Hi, welcome to The Visitation. This is Mary Beth Eberhard here with my good friend, Lisa Iglesias. Hey, Mary Beth. How are you? Great. How is your family? My family is well. Yeah, I have all um, four kids. All four kids. Kids. Doesn't that sound so sweet and young? Yeah. Kids, almost 28 and 26. Yeah. Those big ones. Good. Um, so <laughs> some of yours have moved out, right? They've, yeah. they've gone on. I was wondering if you'd like some of mine. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and that, my friends, is how we are starting the podcast today. <laughs> um, Bring them on. <laughs> no, seriously, I want to talk about. I I need. I, I'm parenting older kids now. You know, I I and um, I do. I still have some young ones in middle school there, but um, poof, I'm parenting older kids, and I'm parenting young adults, and it's hard. Yeah, it's a, a very different place, isn't it? Um, we thought back when that it would be, um, oh gosh, when they get older, fill in the blank, right? And when they when they get a little yeah. bit older and fill in the blank, and we said that over and over and over again. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, but it's true, bigger kids, bigger problems, and staying up late at night, um, or not, or having sleepless nights, you know, in prayer, or just doing worrying. Um, it's all different. It's not just with a colicky baby. It's um, something that you can quote unquote fix. Generally, none of this we can fix, right? We can, right? We just can try to walk with them, I guess. Well, the reason that I want to give my kids to you is um, <laughs> <laughs> sounds so bad. No, um, I don't want to give them all. Just maybe, and maybe just like we can rotate them. Um, <laughs> You're being silly. I am being silly. I know you know I love my children, and they know I love them. Um, but they also know that sometimes Mama needs, um, Mama needs a wisdom break, right? Mm-hmm. Same. Um, so, and you know, I'll go to the chapel, and um, <laughs> Mama Mary is such grace for me there because I'm like, how did you do it, right? Because I think where I'm struggling with the most, um, if I can bring this kind of to the front porch is the concept of letting go Um, because you know we form these kids to be their own um, their own person right and the Lord has created them to be a unique creation right as you are different than me and yet you are so necessary for the world you're so necessary for me Um, so are my children and yet I I still find myself being like, oh no, that's not like that's not what you should be doing, and that's not how you should speak, and that's not the right choice for you. And they are um, at that stage. Even my my teenagers, you know, my let's just say like I don't know, probably fifteen on, where they're they're wanting to be independent. Yeah, right? they're they showing their wings. Biblical <laughs> times, right? And they're like, I mean, there's a reason that their marriages happened earlier than it's not sure. that I want my children, nor do I think them capable of being married at this point. <laughs> um, at least my, my 15 year old will keep her safe at home. Yeah, Thank sounds you. good. Um, but um, what, what I'm struggling with is hmm, letting them make their own mistakes, letting them um, feel the consequences for their actions, um, being there in a way that is both supportive and non-judgmental oh. because if I'm judging them, they're not going to come back to me mm. and rejoicing that they come to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, I'm, I think I'm doing okay. I think it's okay to not like it. 
I, I think you're, uh, yes, I think it is okay to not like it. I mean, we were given these kids and um, we're supposed to keep them from harm. We were supposed mm-hmm. to keep them safe and we're supposed to keep them fed and warm and comforted and uh, learning things and growing. And that was what we were tasked to do. And then we find ourselves, um, I know the hard parts were when they were like you know, stretching their wings and, um, you know, maybe it came in the form of, I mean, you know, even myself, right? Maybe it came in the form of talking back, you know, and asserting like a, a particular opinion, which um, wasn't done in the right way or something. And, and that there's this inkling like, whoa, something's changed. You know, like you were just my little buddy and uh, where'd that come from? And um, the, the, I think the temptation would be to be sinful <laughs> on my half, uh, behalf and squash that. We are not having that. Mm-mm. We're gonna nip that in the bud. You're gonna. No, we're not talking about nipping it in the bud like a three-year-old. Like you gotta, like you gotta guide there. There's no talking back when you're three. But um, um, being and and again coming, we've talked about this before. But coming from a place of fear of like, um, well, I'm out of control here. This is not okay. Like this this kid, you know. Right. And um, and finding though that um, we weren't. And again, maybe maybe you'd learned this long time ago, but I had not quite heard the words that, you know, we were raising. And again, this is like knowledge in the head, but not to the heart. But right. we're not raising them to be kids as the, as adults. We're raising them to be adults where they're supposed to launch. They're supposed to um, go and find their, you know, vocation, whether it's religious life or to marriage or single life, like they're supposed, all that's supposed to happen. And um, I remember when our oldest was a freshman in high school and they held a gathering, you know, at the school and um, the person got up from like the counseling department. So I thought, wow, this is going to be like such great wisdom. Okay. I can't wait to hear what this person has to say, Mm -hmm. you know, navigating high school, right? And she, she says, well, you've got three summers left. That's it with your kid. And I thought that was horrible. <laughs> I, thought, I thought, who is she? What? What is she even talking about? Like, that's, that's the most nonsense I've ever heard. And then you watch those three summers go by really fast. And, um, and they're off to work or college or, you know, and um, they're not gone but they're gone. Like they're mentally, uh, you know, they're, they're doing things that they feel are, you know, stepping into this new role in, in their life. And I think that that becomes a, a hard place for us. So like, I felt like with, with our older two <clears throat> who are now married and their dads in their own right. And, um, I'm watching them parent their kids and it, that's a phenomenon. <laughs> it's fascinating. Um, and wonderful, but, um, when when they're they're in college, it kind of feels like you're still kind of within the realm of parenting, quote unquote. And um but definitely at that point when they're like getting engaged, getting married, there's a shift. And I think for us as parents, my Deacon Doug and me, that's where the sticky part has been, where um they're married and they've got these uh this mission they feel called towards or, you know, they're going to change jobs or they're going to change cities or um, 
buying a home or vehicles and and uh, we want to like interject and say here's my wisdom oh my gosh don't do that or <laughs> what are you thinking and all these different things and um it just flies out of your mouth and um my our mouths and and we started to realize uh if we were being told that at that age uh we would just run the other way and that's the opposite of what we want we want closeness with our kids even our adult kids you know so how how is uh how do you, how do you handle those little moments with the, your adult kids well as you were talking i was realizing that and this is i was like do i want to go here do i really want to share this part of me um but i think that there's a humility and recognizing that maybe others feel this way too which is what about the element of pride as a parent where you are like, wow, maybe my child is choosing a different path than I might have wanted for them. Mm -hmm. And is that a reflection of me and how I parented? You know, did I not do a good job because they're not um, doing what every other child is doing? You know, I think about those parents who's, Kids are, um, you know, follow the traditional path. They graduate from high school. They go to college. They, um, you know, they do their four years. They're either graduated. And, and then the parents who watch those milestones or watch those events, rather, not even milestones, but events happen and think, my child chose a different path. Does that um, mean that they are not um, successful? Does it mean that I was not successful? Where does that fit into that? Did you ever feel that way? Oh yeah, of course. Really? Yeah, I mean, like, well, yeah. Um, I mean, there's, um, so the world. When I think of you know, the world is so different than it was 50 years ago, 60 years ago, when that was the prescription for a um, happy American family was, mm-hmm. you know, what you just described, and um, you know, in our family we have uh, like a really strong military side of um, of that path of adulthood, and also. Um, and college, you know, and all of those things and woven together. And so the thought of, of not doing that was, was um, like, wait, what's, what's wrong? Is anything, is everything okay if they go a different route or um, if they go a different school than what's thought of? And then of course, uh, even us, like, um, you know, my husband and I, you know, we went to college because it was like, you had to, there was no option. There was not like, Mm -hmm. what would you like to do? So I think that's, that's, that's one of the big shifts in, the world is what do you want to do and we've talked that about that here before is like what what do you want what's going to make you happy just do that if you do what makes you happy you'll never work a day in your life that's complete myth you will work i worked i worked as a, as a when you're changing diapers and you're doing things like that you know i worked you know i chose a, a profession that i could do to have control in it you know, a NICU nurse, you have a lot of control over your situation. <laughs> There's not a lot that you don't realize is happening because it's all happening right in front of you in a tiny little isolate. Mm-hmm. I tried being a teacher, complete chaos. I don't know how people are <laughs> teachers. God bless each and every one of them. The, uh, the uh, you know, the substitute teachers, even more. The, the you know, the breakout, those teachers, the special ed teachers, God bless you even more. But I mean, I, not my charism couldn't I just and what do I do I end up being a homeschooler a homeschooler teacher I mean only God could have seen that come in and even doing that well that was wrong you know quote-unquote wrong as far as the world like what are you doing to your kids you're gonna do that and um 
and for many, many, many reasons, it has its faults. It's not a perfect system either. There, there are things that I wish were different within that realm too. Um, but, you know, the, the, the thought of like, am I doing it wrong? Is it was a big driver for me, you know, whether it was, you know, them playing soccer the minute they could pick flowers or not, or, um, and then not putting them in the travel team when they were old enough. Well, that was wrong. Like I should have had them in the travel team. And, but, but we just couldn't, we couldn't, we couldn't bring ourselves to, uh, for, for our family, it wasn't the right thing for us. But, um, so I think that's a big driver and, and you know, that acronym, um, busy and all the reason I bring that up is I think maybe that's part of it too, is, is in our efforts to try to make them a whole person, mm-hmm. you know, well, then they've got to have an instrument and then they've got to be part of a club. And then maybe, of course they have to be part of sports. And of course then, you know, church. Well, but unless sports is on Sunday, then, you know, whatever, then that goes out the window. And then, you know, youth group, we hear that's a good thing. Maybe they should be part of that, but yeah, I don't know. Meets on the wrong night. They don't provide dinner. So maybe not, you know, like just, there's so many things that vie for their attention. And then that acronym about busy being under Satan's yoke mm. is just so, um, so it's like in, in front of mind for me all the time. And um, so when that translates to now they're launched, well, well, to be to be without a role is very confusing. That's a really hard place. And so then we make mistakes and we say the wrong things and we hurt feelings. And that's, how do we come back from that one? You're listening to St. Gabriel Radio. This is Mary Beth Eberhard with Lisa Iglesias here on The Visitation. And I think, Lisa, as we talk about parenting older children, it's important to think about the grace that we have to give ourselves and the grace that we have to give them. Um, Honesty. There's a new level of honesty um, with them that comes. There's a, and I think the, the respect I am finding that when I, when I give them a little more respect for where they are journeying, um, when I share more of my story, I think that that, um, that is working for us. Um, sometimes we don't want to share our struggles with our, our kids, right? We don't want them to know that part of us. And yet, um, they hold us, at least I hope they do. I think they do to, um, a, a high standard, right? They see us as like mother or father and um to say like actually i once was here Mm. and um and so i understand and yes times have changed and there are different temptations and there are different things you are facing but i was once Mm. where you are Mm. um i think listening to them has proven helpful for me um biting my tongue and not in the not biting my tongue until i can get what I want to say out, but biting my tongue in a way to like, listen, Mm. asking the Lord, like, help me to listen right here, you know, quiet my heart. Um, I'm finding that to be really helpful. Yeah, that's beautiful. I, I was, you know, when I, when I, when I reflect on this, I think about how, remember tuck in time, you know, Mm. maybe you still have tuck in time. We don't, we have down the hallway. Love you. Good night. (laughs) You know, Mm. (laughs) or go to bed. Um, 
second time, right? We we pray with them. Yeah. And whether it's um a um you know a rote prayer that you remember or um my the grandson that I get to watch during the week um they they will say a little prayer and then they'll say what do you want to pray and he'll start naming people and I'm just like oh my gosh it's just like a little slice of heaven I can't even imagine um but um I feel a call to like something we don't do is pray with our married kids and their wives like what would it take five minutes two minutes i I think i want to make a prayer date with them i I love that just just like super brief though because i don't want it to go away like i think i want it to just be like um are you free because and that 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 would be i mean that's this little stolen moment right at bedtime tuck in it's so sweet yeah like um yeah thank you jesus i don't know it's just it's just like really really reflecting on that and I think because that's what we want. We, we want that relationship as they're heading out the door to go to wherever they're going. Um, you know, yes, our, our adult children, our teen children, um, they like, Hey, do you have a moment? Let's just pray. And I think the importance, I, um, you know, we have this little, I think growing up, we called it a curio cabinet, but mm-hmm. it's just, it's this cabinet that hangs on the wall by the kids' bedrooms upstairs. And in it, um, Ryan, my husband, has he has some holy oil. He's got some holy water. He's got his a rosary. I don't know. He's got some sacramentals in there, right? And he used to um, bless the kids every night. He would bless them, with, and they looked forward to it, right? And then, like you said, your tuck-in time, you know, our bedtime routine, we would sing the um, Lord's Ave. Um, and so even now, even now, um, as I'm walking down the stairs after, you know, chucking them all in bed, um, you know, I will hum the song or something like that. And someone will sing back with me and it's lovely, but stopping those, um, you know, the adult children and just being like, Hey, before you leave, can we pray? Letting them know that it means something to you. Um, I think teaching them how to love me as an adult is, you know, we're still teaching. I have to say like, this is how I feel loved. And, um, and then in loving me better, I think that they, I hope that they will go to love the Lord better. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. I don't know. What do you think about that? Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm also, I'm also thinking about, um, yeah, because it does go back to modeling and, um, and, but, and having the language out there in the, in the, in the, in the air, you know, and, and invoking God, yeah. um, directly. Um, I'm thinking about this mission we, we were blessed to um, to serve in in Florida, and um, so we have our we have two older kids, and then nine years later we have two younger kids, mm-hmm. and um, so the younger kids you were saying about sharing your story, maybe maybe I don't they don't need to hear that part about you know sign stealing in college i didn't do it i just went along for the ride but i'd never seen sign stealing before never heard of it and that was something that i saw i guess i would have been an accessory i don't know interesting that's a first for me i didn't know that i didn't i didn't know it was a thing i don't understand why it would be a thing it's kind of stupid but anyway um i don't need to share about that and um but so within within the mission one of the nights ended and um our youngest who's 16, comes up to my husband and he just looked at him and he said, you know, I didn't know. 
And um, it was good because there are things that we parent, like you're saying, our experiences, you know, we, we're coming from a place where maybe my, um, I still go through like when, when I, when I, my, my, uh, my daughters, you know, they're going to go off and they're going to movies. I, I make them stop and I run through a whole conversation on trafficking <laughs> and I still, it's very tender to me because I want them to know, you know, I need them to know. So that's coming from this other fear side of life for me. And then I need to impart this on you, you know? And, um, I think once or twice I like kind of explained, you know, like if, if you're, you know, ever had a scary, you know, situation where you aren't sure about things, then, then you might have an excessive reaction to something going on, you know? And so, um, so yeah, but it was really good because my husband was able to share with him, you know, like, you know, yeah, that's why it, I think it's important to, um, to reach out when you feel low or when you feel, you know, um, that you just, you're not, you're just such a broken person. Like, how can I ever be used or whatever? And it, but it was just a beautiful thing. And I'm glad that he was 16 when he heard the story. And it's actually, I was, I felt pretty, um, uh, I'm, if I'm honest, a little bit, um, shocked because i was like you know because you have the olders and you have the youngers you're like i thought you knew that story you know then you you'd heard that before right and he's like you know eyes wide nope i've not heard that story mm. so but i think the lord is revealing you know as we're talking like how do we parent older children we share our stories i think that that's very important i think we have um you know it goes down to relationship as we were talking about earlier where um they need we need to be approachable we need to, um, we need to have as much mercy with them as maybe we needed when we were younger, um, as much grace. That mm. We were their age, you know, we were their age and how did we feel? Oh, well, I was 22. We thought we were so grown. We got married. Like, that's crazy. I have children <laughs> who are as old as I was when I got married. Yeah. I can't even fathom so, it. Uh, and we knew we were grown. And we, we knew everything we knew. when we got and, married. Um, and, and we were like, oh, yeah, thank you so much for that that advice. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. And we're like, what are they talking about? You know, and so that's all part of life, too. And it all ends up becoming our own glory story. You know, it, it, it is part of its chapter, whatever of our, of how God ends up moving and working in our life. We just have to stick it out in time and pray and for them. Um, I saw a quote, I hope it was St. Padre Pio. The person was quoting him, but you know how the internet is, but, uh, but um, saying that to always, to continue to pray for your adult children, um, especially like really adult children, like forties, you know, like pray, continue to pray for them. And because when we do as their parents, um, he was saying the angels act, there's action. And then he adds in and don't worry. And so again, if that, if it, we find it something hard to do to pray for them and not worry, directly ask the Lord, I'm worrying again. How do I not worry? How do I um, just give give you them, and now just help me to just love them where they're at? Uh, so hard. And I think that that's important, especially for parents who's um, when you're parenting adult children who maybe have stepped away from the faith, and your heart is like aching because you're like, wow, again, what what did I do wrong? Right? You did nothing wrong. I mean, maybe there were things that we all could do better, um, but of course there are. But 
um, like you said, that um, surrendering them to the Lord, living our lives as examples, um, and always being, um, you know, you, you talk about glory stories, sharing, sharing our stories with them, how the Lord has worked in our lives, always having that door be open. Um, and, um, because eventually I believe that, um, for our children who have turned away from the faith, that there will come a time when they're, they're, they're empty or seeking mm-hmm. and, um, and the joy that they're seeking is reflected in you. They've seen you live a lifetime of that joy, but how? Well, and I think I think then too, in our worry, if we stay stuck in that worry, which is then, you know, just pulling that big warm blanket of fear all over ourselves, right? Like, the, mm-hmm. so if we stay stuck in that worry, then we can't be um, joyful and be living out a faith that they at all find attractive. So if we that I think that goes hand in hand then with that whole idea of, you know, pray, mm-hmm. hope, and don't worry. You know that you hear, you know, Saint Padre Pio says. Again, like we give them our, 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 we give him our young adult, uh, our adults, you know, uh, our older kids, kids, yeah, yeah, our older kids, right, even teens, and just um, the act of don't worry is again humility. There, I can do nothing in this situation. This is you, you take them, Lord, and then to to say, Lord, okay, I surrender them. I have to live in a way that seems like they'd want to be with me. Yeah. If I'm always just like telling them everything they did wrong, or if I'm always just like, remind, hey, remember when you did, oh, because remember when, if all that stuff, um, and then I'm not available for them, that joy is not available, that joy is not a, a magnet that just ultimately leads them to Christ. So I think that's the crux of don't worry. So it's humble to not worry, because we're, we're, we're re-surrendering, and then we're available for joy. I don't know. No, I love that. I think that that is the key. I think that is the key. I think we need to give them to the Lord. We need to um, we need to trust, mercy, all of those things. Why don't you lead us in prayer to wrap this up? Mm-hmm. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Lord, we just are grateful for time carved out with you. Jesus, we give you our adult kids, our teens, um, as parents, we adore them, we cherish them, we love them, but we know that you do way more than we could ever. So Father, just like Moses's mom put him in the basket and pushed him out into the river, trusting in you for your providence for him, may we prophetically do that with our kids and we push them out to you, always loving, always prayerful. We love you, Lord. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thanks for visiting.